Good evening, everybody. Right now it is four o'clock over in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Um, welcome to the Calgary Bros Football Podcast. Tonight we will be reviewing the Carabao Cup, majority between the Man U versus Brighton game. Um, the Carabao Cup draws some really interesting fixtures, as well as the DFL Super Cup between Borussia Dortmund and Bayern Munich. Um, we should also be talking about the UEFA Champions League draws. Some really eye-watering uh, Champions Champion League matches over there. Uh, Premier League review, the matches coming up, and the highlight game of the week. So stay tuned with us, and I hope you enjoy the show. Awesome. Well, um, we're going to talk about the Carabao Cup. Yes. How do you yeah. feel? How do you feel your boy is Manchester United then? Um, against Mr. Brighton. <laughs> Well, uh, I would be honest with you, man. The game, um, I was half asleep while watching that game um, because it was uh, a mixture of, like, boring at first. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it was pretty It was pretty boring, bro. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so... <laughs> but do you feel like uh, there were some positive glimpses to of the match? Of course, we won 3 nothing. Yes. Bro, if we win... You can be positive all day, man. Yeah. I'm super happy with uh, the results mm-hmm. uh, yeah, coming out of that. Especially the farce that was the last game against Brighton. The yeah. 3-2 game and that you know bogus penalty in the yeah. last minute. So, um, I mean, we deserve that penalty. But I'm just saying, like, just the way... Like, going back to that game versus this game, the difference was there. Yeah. Um, I think we had Lindelof on the back. I can't remember now, like... Wednesday or Wednesday feels like three weeks ago, but we had um, Lindelof at the back with Bailly, mm-hmm. and then Williams on the left as left back and right back. Who played right back again? Was it Wan Bissaka? I can't remember. I yeah. can't remember. But I have to look. I have to look again. But overall, um, the results were good. Mata really like you know played uh, uh, played out of his skin that game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a fan of Mata, to be honest. I know a lot of people will give me a stick for it, but I think he's part of the old school players from seven years ago that we should have gotten rid of by now. Mm-hmm. A player of that caliber should not... I mean, <clears throat> I mean, a player of that caliber is, gives us something. <clears throat> it gives us a diff, uh, an addition to the squad yeah. that... Um, how would I put it? That... Uh, just experience, you know. I know how how to play, and I like the way he plays football. But in that same breath, a player like Mata at this age should not really be in Manchester United at this level. Mm-hmm. He should be he should be playing his trade in Turkey, in Japan, yeah, in United States. Mm. If he still feels like he's he's good, he should be playing his trade maybe in Syria, yeah. like you know, somewhere where. The league is not as intense. Somebody that will give him like a chance to, yeah, to you do know? something. Right? And Mata, for me, has been one of those guys that I think has been really misused in Manchester United. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we've we had him under Bangal, where they use him as winger. Mourinho used him as a winger. Moyes used him as a winger. This guy should have been playing center mid or yep. center attacking mid mm-hmm. for his age. But for some reason, managers just like to shunt him out wide because... Yeah. He doesn't have mobility. Mm-hmm. So they put him out wide. They say, okay, you make your cutting runs into the box, put in box into the box, yeah. and then you can get goals from there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, either way, anyway, he played He played well. He played very good. Um, he gave us something. Yeah. Um, the game started out, it looked like Brighton would have scored again. Mm-hmm. It looked like they had the better opportunities. 
or not the better opportunity, they had the better control of the game. Yeah. Um, and then eventually we now started to take control of the match. You mm-hmm. can see us now really go into the match uh, and take control. The that was a big positive side was we won and Mata really showed up. Yeah. I don't. I still don't think he should be playing for Manchester United, mm-hmm. but if he keeps you know giving us games like that, then why not, right? Yeah. 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 But from if we look at a, a part that was not good, Igalo. So this is a guy that everybody we are hyping up. Igalo, Igalo, yeah, they Igalo. Wanted, they wanted him to play. Like more. Yeah. yeah, but. When remember when he first came and I, and I said this is a bad buy like yeah. all this stuff that I've said about United, how we've recruited from managers to players, mm-hmm. all of them are coming to pass, man. The Gallo buy was horrible, yeah. and people were like, "Yeah, he loves Manchester United." This is the other thing too, and I know some of my fans will be turned off by this, but I I really believe part of the problem with United is our fan base. Our fan base. Either they range from stupid, delusional, and then the few ones that are very smart and keep their keep good head on their shoulders. Yeah. But some people like when you go online and you are looking at what they were doing. First thing that they were doing was, oh, you know, Igalo is he loves United. He's gonna he's gonna change. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna give us goals that you know uh, uh, Martial or Rashford cannot give. And it's just like, bro, you don't know like Igalo. When I watched Igalo when he left the Premier League. Um, with Watford, I was like, "This bro is done, man. Mm-hmm. This bro is done." You know, and I like Igalo. Igalo actually, um, uh, he's um, uh, he's adopted Canada as his second country or something. I think his sister lives here in Canada, oh, okay. uh, and I think Calgary is like his adopted city or something oh, like wow. that. Yeah, so he loves he loves Canada. Mm-hmm. Sorry if you, any Igalo fans out there, I'm sorry to hurt your feelings, but Igalo sucks, man. Like this guy <laughs> should not be playing. There's a reason why he went to China. Yeah, right. And then another thing too, when you watch the the last African Nations Cup, he he was good for some games, but those teams were shite, man. Mm-hmm. Like they're not that good. And then you know he scored some goals, and everybody's like, "Oh my god, Igalo!" You know, bro. Like if you're playing against a team in a championship or less, maybe Igalo will be there for you. Mm-hmm. Like that's where you need him. Yeah. But if you're playing against teams that are in the Premier League, he's he's not that good. Yeah. Anyway, so. Igalo was horrible. He was the sour point for me, but the good point was Mata. You know, mm-hmm. Mata really did much. I, honestly, I don't think there's much we can learn from that game. Most of those guys who play that game will not be starting in the next game against Tottenham. Okay. So, so not much was, we can it learn. It was pretty much like the, the second team. Yeah, it was playing. basically the second team playing. When I saw the fr- when I saw the lineup, I was just like... I feel, like, I feel like in that case, you guys should have used... The first team, so they get a good amount of no. games on their belt. I think they get up into that next. I game. know what you're saying, but I think right now the first team needs breaks. You think so? Yeah, I think so. I think a lot of people will be looking at this and they're going to be saying, um, you know, they're going to be saying like, yeah, let's let's give them no. They need breaks. Yeah. All of, they only this whole this whole thing about um, uh, getting match fit. Bro, like I get it, getting match fit and all that stuff. I get that aspect. It's very important. But most of the time, players don't train for just you know two hours. Because mm-hmm. if you look at a game, a game is ninety minutes. Yeah, that's an hour and a half. Yeah, M- most athletes pl- train for like four hours, mm-hmm. two and a half hours. You know, two and a half to four hours. Like they train hard, right? Yeah. So when I hear all this stuff about getting our players, I don't think that's what they need now. I think what they need is rest. Mm-hmm. 
and what they need is more tactical understanding of what Ole wants to do. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, hey, this is the mistakes you made last game. Here's what I wanted to see you uh, fix. Here's mm-hmm. what I want to see, how I want you guys to play. Yeah. Here's how I want to see you guys move from the back, like things like that. Mm-hmm. That's what I think they need right now. But if we start talking about like um, match fitness and all that, I would say, let's just forget it. You know what I'm saying? Just, mm-hmm. just forget it. That's what I'm going to say. But yeah, all in all, though, it was a good game. It was it was good. Uh, the second half, we we came in and and uh, secured the bag and finished uh, and closed out with the 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 right results. Mm-hmm. So I can't really complain. Yeah. Um, but uh, now on to Tottenham. That's kind of the that's where the big game is at. Yes, yes, yes. We will be we will be talking about Tottenham a little bit uh, throughout the evening, um, as that is one of our Premier League uh, highlights matches of the of the week. Um so now let's uh let's move on to the next the next uh agenda which is the Carabao Cup draws. Seems like everything has pulled Man U <laughs> out the bag and as well Arsenal with Man City so Pep and uh Arteta are going at it again. Uh well, how do you feel about those games um that are coming up? Well, it's the Carabao Cup, man. Like dude, honestly, um the Carabao Cup to me is, I mean, I, I don't want to disrespect the cup, but I'm going to disrespect the cup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the Carabao Cup to me has always felt like a cup for um, what you call it. It's always felt like a cup for uh, um, the kids that are trying to make way. Yeah, it's yeah. for kids. Mm-hmm. That's what the original thought of this thing is. Now, managers now, yeah. because of how competitive the Premier League has become mm-hmm. and how, the risk of you getting fired so easy... Managers now are using that as like, oh man, we just won the Carabao Cup. You know, the, Mourinho started this whole craze, right? He yeah. was just like, hey, um, the 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 Carabao Cup uh, is one of the trophies I've won. Like, I get it, right? Like, it's yeah. good. You've won something. Great. Mm-hmm. Add it to your resume. You know what I mean? But for me, I just don't, I don't see anything of this. I think I use it as an opportunity for, use this moment to help your second team. Mm-hmm. You have your first team. Use it because you know why. When the games come thick and fast, you will need that second team. Mm-hmm. So, managers really like that's why I like what Ole did this weekend because I was just like, man. At first, when I saw, it, I was like, oh, that lineup sucks. Mm-hmm. But then I looked at it, I was like, that's a good thing because mm-hmm. now Fred gets a game, McTominay gets a game, Van der Beek gets a full game, yeah. Mata gets a game, like. All these players, Daniel James gets a game. Mm-hmm. Igalo, even though he wasn't great, gets a game. Yeah. So all these players that don't look like they're going to get anything with a manager, yeah. this is now the games where they're like, okay. you know, And it's necessary because as a manager of his big squad, you can't keep everybody happy. Mm-hmm. So if, you, if you're not winning these games and you're going over to the next game and you are, uh, uh, you know, you're only using your one team, People start knocking on your door. Your bench warmer is going to be like, hey, uh, Gaffer, I don't know what's going on, man, but I've been working so hard in training, yeah. and it doesn't look like you want to give me anything in return. Mm-hmm. What do I have to do to make this team? Yeah. What I, you know what I mean? And they start to get a little bit... they get Not a little bit. They get, start to get frustrated mm-hmm. with the fact that they're not playing. Yeah. So for me, when I look at these games, I'm looking at it as like, man... Keep, keep some people happy. Yeah, man. Everything yeah. could beat us 2 nothing. You know, they yeah. could beat us one nothing. Or we could beat them 2-1. Yeah. We could scrap to a 1-1 draw. Penalties, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it's like the Tottenham and yeah. Chelsea game. Yeah, so it's just, this is the game that you use to get your boys fit. Um, and then get them ready, like, get them, like, 
you know, looking up to something. Yeah. Daniel James now has a game he has to look up to mm-hmm. in the in the middle of the the uh, in the middle of the week here. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay, I, I didn't play a game this Premier League game, yeah. but I'm gonna play in the Carabao Cup. Mm-hmm. That's something for them to look out for, right? Yeah. So, but anyway, if you ask me for a prediction, I'll say one one. One, one one and then penalties and then uh, penalties yeah the penalties I'll say you know I can I can't bet against my class so I'll say ugh, five three United <laughs> okay you've heard it here yeah man um as well as Arsenal versus Man City yeah yesterday Arsenal had a pretty good game man eh? um I didn't watch that I feel like I I think Liverpool would have beat them if they had finished but. Because of how compact Arteta kept the game, yeah. they were able to like press on and keep pushing and just eventually just take it all the way to penalties, where they ended up going. I think it was five five and then six six five at the oh, end. It was five four, was it? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't watch. That. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was five four because yeah. Le, uh, Leno saved one. Oh yeah. And um, he's still playing Leno. Yeah, and uh, what's his name? Adrian saved one. Adrian. But just like just like the point that you went back to, Liverpool did not play a lot of their first team players. Yeah, that's the, that's what that's what this cup is for, man. Yeah, yeah. And for them to still hold Arsenal, because Arsenal played, I think it was majority of their first players. Yeah. And for the sec for Liverpool's second team to play Arsenal like that, you know the reason oh why is there is a system in play. Yeah. See, like, um. As a coach, right? Yeah. Myself, my, you know, we have our tier one team and mm-hmm. then we have our tier three team. Yeah. And our tier one team, the way we ask our tier one team to play, we ask our tier three team to, to play, play the that same way. way. Just in case they you need know? to get called yeah. up and all and, that. And right? Yeah, exactly. And the key thing that, um, like, we, we may play different formations mm-hmm. because, our, we, for example, in our tier three team, we have like four strikers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Four guys who can play striker. Mm-hmm. So our formation is with two strikers yeah. in tier three team. In our tier one team, we have about two strikers. Yeah. So our formation is with one striker, uh-huh. with them rotating, right? Yeah. So um, the the key thing here is, you know, you you, you we also even we sometimes we switch formation. We have our wingers play as you know not strikers but forwards. So forward, they were yeah. like winger slash striking. Yeah. Um, and then depending the on how, yeah, depending on how things go. Yeah. So you have to have, you can have different formations, mm-hmm. but the style could still be the same. Same, yeah. You know, systemic. And, exactly, it's a yeah. systemic thing. Everybody fits into that culture. Yeah. Because then now, now when Klopp needs, um, what is that boy, Curtis Jones or whatever Curtis his name Jones, is, yeah. He calls him up. You want to play? Boom, he plays yeah. and he plays fantastically. Mm-hmm. He doesn't look like he's, he's out of key. place. Yeah. Yeah. But the problem with United is you go to these games and then you see them they and know. they just, you know, it's like, okay. They, yeah. they kind of have the same system. You can see what they're doing, mm-hmm. but it just doesn't not seem just, to... Not the same sharpness. Yeah, it just yeah. doesn't seem to catch, right? So, Klopp, that's what, that's the beauty of that, that, that club. Mm-hmm. Klopp has really built something that yeah. no matter where you go now, when you see the red machine come in... Mm-hmm. You know, you're stepping away, man. Yeah. You know, but Arsenal, kudos to them for winning the game, uh, coming through. You know? Yeah. Uh, on penalties, but Leno, he was actually amazing. If if it wasn't for Leno, Liverpool would have won that game for sure. But uh, yeah, moving on, we're gonna talk about the DFL Super Cup with Borussia Dortmund and Bayern Munich. This your segment, bro. I did not watch this game too. Man. Yeah. <laughs> this, weekend, this weekend, I tried to just take my eyes off football for a little bit. There was too much football. Yeah. 
the only one maybe I, I caught a little bit was the Serie A, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, the Inter just dominated. But for you, you yeah. watched this game. Yeah. Oh, yes. yes. So what happened, man? First of all, let's start off before we even go into this game because the DFL Super Cup is a glorified it's like the charity shield, community yeah. shield, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, but for Germany. Yeah, for yeah. Germany. But I want to ask a question. Mm-hmm. Um, Sancho, what happened to him? Why didn't he play? I do not know. They said um, Sancho didn't travel with the boys to play that game. I don't. I'm thinking maybe it was had something to do with the Manchester United transfer trying to get work done. I heard he had a respiratory uh, illness. Really? Yeah, but it's not COVID. But it's not COVID. Yeah. So then something's wrong with his lungs. Yeah. And or the guy is just packing it in and being like, "Yo, United, please." Well, I heard. I, free, I, I also please. heard. I also heard he's trying to force the move. So yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's that could be another thing. That's they could be crazy. they could be feeding us lies that's and beer is telling us respiratory uh, respiratory illness. But yeah. in the same sense, it could be him just trying to force a move and trying to take himself out of the team and. Then eventually, Man United come through and then get the get the job and the deal done, right? My, before you sorry, before you jump into that, yeah. let's just give a segment, just a little segment for Sancho here, because you know this, um, you know the United have put in a bid, yeah, and Dortmund rejected the bid. It was ninety one million, right? You know, I th- yeah, there was seventy at first, yeah, and then rejected. Second one got rejected. I don't know if there's two. Yeah. United don't know, but I think you don't want or the other. But Do- Dortmund won one hundred and twenty million. For him, uh, euros, for yeah, him, yes, which is 108 million pounds. Yeah, United are saying we don't have the money for this guy, mm-hmm. and uh, do we have the money? Yeah, I think we yeah. have the money, <laughs> but we're we're looking at the quarterly results yeah. for United right now, mm-hmm. and with that, what ends up happening is these guys don't want to be paying over the odds because they want to record, they want to report uh earnings mm-hmm. like uh, po- profit profitable yeah. uh profitable earnings yeah or at least if they lose anything it won't be too much mm-hmm. um so they're they're you know united are just you know they they, they say we say we're gonna um uh we don't have the money for him i think we have the money but we don't want to pay the money yeah because it's ed woodward mr stingy hands mm-hmm. this guy just doesn't want to give anything away yeah but on the same breath, if you're putting 91 million for a player mm-hmm. at this time in COVID, man, I'm surprised Borussia is not taking that money. Man, the, the, because let me tell you something. If Sancho is telling you right in a way, low key, he's not really forcing the movie. Yeah. He's using intermediaries, proxies, mm-hmm. right? He's telling people, yo, I want to leave, man. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave, but this guy don't want to. And man, he's pissing me off. I don't want to give, give the cash, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But I want to leave, yeah. right? So he's using intermediaries and proxies, yeah. right? If Sancho tanks this season, his value would depreciate like that. that yeah. Everybody would be like, huh? Even United might be like, yeah, no, we're not we looking at him yeah. anymore. Like, so, yeah, but that's that's not a risk that he's willing to take, though. Exactly, but yeah. he's not willing to take that. But let's say like, but let's say Sancho comes in, right? Mm-hmm. Like he comes in the games, comes in practice, practices well, but games he puts up a stinker. Mm-hmm. And then maybe he scores, maybe he plays well. If it's uh, Frankfurt, he yeah. plays well, mm-hmm. right? He plays against Stuttgart. They park the bus. He instead of him doing Sancho things, yeah. he just kind of chills out a little bit. I don't yeah. want to get too injured. I may be moving next summer, mm-hmm. you know. And everybody says, "Oh, that's so unprofessional, bro." I'm telling you, professional players probably think of this. Mm-hmm. They're like, "I need to go somewhere else 
I'm not killing myself to get injured mm-hmm. here, right? And if they get injured, they will take way longer. Oh, is your is your hamstring feeling better? Oh, I just feel a little pinch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but, but we checked the scan, everything is healed up. Yeah, 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 it's healed up, but I just, anytime I run, I feel a little pinch, you know? Like, yeah. you, so if they get an injury, they take way longer to come back. And I'm not saying he's going to, like, you know, um, lower his standards. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, Sancho, let's say there's stuff now all over his head, right? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, Sancho just is not as consistent as he normally is. Yeah. The game has changed. Mm-hmm. What do we do now? Borussia, in my opinion, they need to take this money. If it's 91 million pounds, look, Sancho is a generational talent. This kid probably will, his value will skyrocket. Mm-hmm. But what, how much did they pay for Sancho? When he came from Manchester City. <laughs> I think it was like... Barely anything. Yeah, yeah. Right? Then they're going to sell him for like 91 mm, mil? Mm. And you don't want to take that money right now? I'm telling you, man. And next year, the the, the rumor is United are going to probably like close up shop. They're not going to spend any more money. Mm-hmm. United are a fuck, a fuck club, man. This mm-hmm. club is just fucked, right? Like with the managers and not the managers, with the... Um, owners. Uh, owners and yeah. the board and everything. Mm-hmm. So Sancho may be thinking they may come back for me next year. Mm-hmm. But if we if we give you that money, if we don't give you this money, we may not come back next year, mm-hmm. right? On the other, on the same breath though, we are also dumb if we don't pay the fucking money. Mm-hmm. Like this is a generational talent. He wants to come. Yeah. Look, we we don't have many players that want to come come to our club. There's not a lot of players that want to do that, mm-hmm. right? So take the opportunity. And put that money down. Put it down. Yeah. You put 80 million for Harry Maguire for fuck's sake. That guy is a 50 million yeah. player. Max. It's not worth it. Max. Yeah. I would even say less than that. But because of the English premium, he's an 80 million player. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't, don't cheap out on Sancho. Yeah, yeah. Pay the money. Because mm-hmm. the, we'll talk about the, the draw in the Champions League. Mm-hmm. We're going to get our asses like, you know, it's <laughs> tightened so, up. So like, <laughs> tightened yeah, up. It's going to be real squeaky there. You know what I'm mean? saying? <laughs> So we need to like we really need to invest invest on the right players right now. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, you go, bro. But another thing I want to touch on that Sancho uh, thing is uh, Borussia Dortmund. As we all know, Dortmund's a feeder club, and they don't give a damn how much money less that you bring. They want it, they want it all in full. They're not going to budge. They will not. They want you to pay that money. Regardless, if you don't pay it, Real Madrid will come next year and pay it. But that's so, what you're thinking, though. This is what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Remember Usman Dembele? Yeah. Right? Usman Dembele was at his peak yeah. in Borussia. Mm-hmm. And then clubs went in and paid the 100 and whatever for him. Yeah. Um, but then the next year, immediately, his quality dropped. Dropped, yeah. I'm just saying, Yeah. right? If the same little thing happens to Sancho, but they, that will backfire. Big but time. these guys, their quality drop after they leave Dortmund. But that's what you're saying. It's after. But I'm saying, what if it's not the case? Yeah. Because when a player's head, like I don't think Sancho is gonna be as bad as Dembele. Dembele was just yeah. He ended up getting really fucked up. San- like, but know, but another but, thing, another thing, I think why Dortmund is also smart to do this is because the Euros are coming up. Right, so so they know no matter what, Sancho is not going to drop his level. Kidna, but are you saying that though? Yeah. Did you watch Sancho with England recently? He played like crap. No, I didn't watch him. No, he's been playing. He's not been playing well. This is what I'm telling you right yeah. now, right? Like, this is a risky thing that Dortmund are doing. Mm-hmm. Like, 
they can do it and then they'll keep the player for another three years. Yeah. Keep the player, or maybe they, 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 he plays phenomenal. I don't mm-hmm. think San, I'm, you're right. I think you are right. Yeah. You are, there's 90% chance that Sancho would maintain his high performance mm-hmm. and there'll be, a, there'll be a bidding war for him yeah. next season. Yeah. But there's also a, a, a 10% chance that all this stuff has gone into his head mm-hmm. and because he was already showing glimpses of that last season. Yeah. Right? Remember, last season, mm-hmm. he was, there were moments where he was doing things and everybody, was it Lucien Favre that was the coach, right? Yeah. They, they were having beef a yeah, little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He benching, yeah, yeah, yeah. all this stuff. Sancho was like, I want to leave now. Yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you hear it on the press mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. Right? And then just little, little things like that. Then they don't want where he went to go get a haircut. Yeah. Where, uh, broke a... Um, Restrictions. COVID rules, yeah. yeah, and yeah. then like so, these are all the little things that have been piling up before mm-hmm. the season started. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, he now turns it around. And is like, yeah, you know, I want to be here for um, these future Dortmund players. Yeah. But then after the fact, is like, people are saying Sancho's inkling for a move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm telling you, players, if your head is not right yeah. in the club, you're not gonna play well. You think that's you what mean, happened with Ben Chilwell? With Ben Chilwell? And ben Chilwell still was okay. He just got injured. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think... But I'm just saying, like, with Sancho, if your head is not correct, yeah. if your head is as an athlete, it, it plays a huge part in your game. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I don't want to... I don't think he's going to drop his levels. 90%, I think he's going to maintain the same high performance. Mm-hmm. And United will be dumb. We'll be looking dumb after this. But it's a 10% chance. Yeah. And if he doesn't work out... Real Madrid may say, mm, we don't want him. Barca mm-hmm. may say, eh, we're not going to look there. Juve, eh, I don't know about this kid. Yeah. And then United would be like, you guys want to give us the guy for 50 mil? Mm-hmm. You know? And yeah. and then now you're forced to like sell him because mm-hmm. something is wrong with the player now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. That's true. You're right. I don't yeah. think his standards will drop. Euro is coming up next year. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't. And in fact, after the Euros, he probably would play his lights out. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah. He is quite, uh, and teams don't want to say 160 million. <laughs> and then United would just say, they'll be, please, they'll please, be smiling yeah. with, a che- exactly. with, a, with the checkbook. And they'll be like, yo, exactly. blank check. Right, exactly, right? So they'll be like 160. And then Paris Saint Germain will come in and say, yeah. we want that player. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. So United Because Mbappe around. might be leaving next year. So that. I don't know. But we'll see. We'll see, man. Yeah. Transfer rumors. I don't. I don't like transfer period mm-hmm. because of all this shit. We're still. We're talking about players and stuff. Talking about like a game. Yeah. But that is Sancho's case is interesting to me. Like that yeah. actually piqued my interest because mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? Mm-hmm. And at the same breath, Borussia like this is 91 mil. Yeah. And if they hold out and he looks good, mm-hmm. they're gonna be winning. They're gonna be the ones smiling all the way to the bank. Well, so. what are we? We're like uh, another three days away from transfer deadline, and it, yeah, the window that. shuts. Yeah. yeah. So get your business done, clubs. Yeah. <laughs> <Mind> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So the the Dortmund and Bayern game. Definitely, we were missing Sancho for sure, but I I don't think it was too much to an effect because we had Marco Royce. Um, Marco Royce is done, man. Um, I don't think he is. I think I think he I just don't... he just needs to be fit again, right? No, but man. he Maybe gave those, us those too many injuries. But if you if you notice the games that Bayern play against Dortmund, mm. in in games where Marco Royce is not there, Dortmund don't fight. But when Marco Royce is there, they fight. He's you gotta also remember he's their captain. 
he's their main captain, yeah. right? Ma. So um, with Marco Royce there, there's a channel, there's a link up. It's it's crazy. Like when if you watch Dortmund play with Marco Royce as opposed to when they don't have him, yeah. it's a huge miss. And then when you have Marco Royce and Jaden Sancho on the same team, you are absolutely annihilating everybody. The so, reason, so the game against Augsburg, did they both play? No. They didn't both play? No, no. Who played? I think Sancho, it was Sancho. Sancho played. Royce didn't play. But I guess like they said he had an injury or something. But Royce did? Royce, Royce was on the bench. With an injury? With an injury. Yeah. Well, recovering. Pretty much recovering. That boy, man. He's spending a lot of time on that freaking... Um, you know, doctor's uh, table. <laughs> needs to, like, something yeah. needs to get. I don't and know. I think it, that, that thing is, has to do with uh, Borussia in a sense. Cause because of the, how they train and how they... Train. Yeah. Usman Dembele, I'm hearing rumors about, like, it was... Because they burned him out. It was, it was gruesome. Down. Yeah, they, 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 they training, yeah. their training is gruesome because they they play with such a high-level pressing. Tempo. But the thing is, like, in Germany, they call it four-checking, right? Mm. So, like, they, they pretty much, like, they press for at least a good 90 minutes, right? And that kills you. The that body, kills yeah. your body. Like, body, when Mauricio yeah. Pochettino was doing that with players when he first came oh, yeah. into Tottenham, yeah. players were tired. Yeah. They were injured as well. So, it's like... Can his body keep up with the training? Or if they're going to need to manage him a little bit, little bit until his body is like ready for the training, right? Yeah. But you need to know when to just stop and yeah, just yeah. pull away. Marco Reis, he has enough power in that club. He can easily just be like, yo, man, like this, this the training. and I, But I think he loves it. I think he loves the training and yeah. the regimen. That way he's just like, he's sharp. He's sharp like when he's on the pitch, right? Yeah, so... Yeah. But yeah, um, back to the game. Uh, Bayern came. Bayern was up two goals, two zero, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, I was like, man, where's the fight? Like, like when Marco Reus is there, there's always a fight from Dortmund. And I'm like, I can't count them out yet. We need something. And mm-hmm. Harland, Harland came through. Yeah, he came through, and Yulen uh, Brandt also did it. Um, it was two two. Then. My God, Bayern always has to get lucky for some reason. <laughs> Freaking Kimmich kicks the ball from while he's falling on the ground, and it's a goal. It goes yeah. over. Yeah, so he he runs up mm-hmm. and uh, he's going he's going into the into the box. He gets like a a breakaway. They're also covering him, but Mar- Marvel Hens comes out and he stops the first shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as that, as soon as Kimmich kicks it, he stops the first shot. But Kimmich is running mm-hmm. and he's falling as well. And he uses his left leg and just yeah. lifts it up while he's falling. That and boy. like it was just such a lucky goal. But give props to Kimmich. Uh, Kim- the- Kimmich is a genius. Man. Yes, like, yes, yes. He's uh he's a an amazing don't player. Give Pep credit for that kid, but I think Pep deserves. A lot of credit for yeah. the way he, he like there was a he, game he brought, I watched. He brought him up. Yeah, there was a game I watched where, where, where he was screaming at him, right? Scre- like not really yeah. screaming, but he was talking to him, but in the most intense way. Yeah, and Kimmich was just nodding, and then eventually yeah. he gave him a hug yeah, after. Like, right? If I, he loved him, he yeah. loved he loved that he loved him as a player. Yeah, because Kimmich understood and he listened to everything that he yeah. he told him. Which which make him make eventually transfer and uh, transform into a player kind of like Philip Lam, mm-hmm. right? But. Uh, yeah, Kimmich is, he's amazing. He knows how to move the ball. He's very quick, very technical. He can also be really aggressive. He's not a he's not a guy who you're just gonna push and he's gonna be like, oh, okay, no, he will fight you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He'll fight you, right? So, and um, I think uh, 
His best position actually for me is actually in the midfield, but they play him as a right back, which I get because you know you need aggressive uh, aggressivity over there as well as uh, being tenacious, right? Yeah. And uh, he's also really aggressive when he needs to go forward. But coming back too, there's no problem for him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, he's a he's an amazing player. Um, the game was the game was really good. Dortmund could have won it. We had we had a we had a. We had a shot to win it actually. Haaland actually got saved by Ma- Manu Neuer. But this right? like, this is huge though for you guys' mentality because you know we always we talk about a club that consistently is in the shadow of Bayern. Bayern, yeah. And whenever it is it is it, it is time for you guys to step away from the shadow, mm-hmm. like look at what Hoffenheim did to uh, Bayern, Bayern, yeah, that, uh, the, the other weekend, yeah, right? Yeah. Whenever it's you guys' opportunity to step out of their shadow and, you know, show them mm-hmm. that you guys have grown as it's kind of like your younger brother. Like at some point, the younger brother has to go, yeah, grow, yeah, right? Yeah. When is that moment for you to step out and do your own thing? Mm-hmm. You guys fail every time. Yeah. And that's a problem. Like I think it's a mental issue. Yeah. Like, I think it's a block. You know, like. Um, you, you like when you see, see Bayern, you, yeah, pretty much. It's, it's almost like that. You guys need to see a psychologist right. because it's happening. Go hire, go hire Antonio Conte. <laughs> Antonio Conte. He'll come and bring a shrink. No, no. Antonio, Antonio Conte would not uh, <laughs> play the style you guys want to play. But I'm just... I, I mean, just, it's it's almost similar. I mean, it's a 3-4-3, but you can yeah. also be you can also be a 3-5-2. Eh, but it's just it will, it will piss off the Borussia um, uh, director so much. They will just be done with him in an instant. Yeah, because of he wants a, he wants players and he wants players and he wants players he wants players he wants players. The guy has like fifty players on his roster, man. And he's, just, <laughs> and he's still trying to get more. <laughs> yeah, trying to get more. <laughs> but yeah, man. So that's the that's the thing, man. I think uh, you guys really need to you got to figure out something with Bayern because yeah. they can't keep like the quality that Borussia has. Yes, Bayern has a better a bigger wage bill than you guys have. Mm-hmm. But at least you guys should have at least one something, something yeah. away from them. I mean, we we kind of need Jurgen Club back nah, <laughs> to man. do it again. Nah. But Jurgen was amazing when he was there. We miss him. Hopefully, he comes back one day. But I doubt it. Yeah, <laughs> I think man. I think his next nah, his next move will be to go and be the Germany the Germany manager, really? German coach. Yeah, I don't know. I think so. I think that'll be Hansi Flick's job. You take a sabbatical for a little bit. Yeah, I think it'll be Hansi's job. You think Hansi would take it? Yeah. Why? Because Hansi used to be their um, assistant coach. Yeah. Yeah. They they, they was part of the team that beat um, Brazil 7-1. Really? World Cup winning team. Yeah, he was the assistant wow. coach. Wow. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Congrats, at, Hansi. Yeah, look at his history. That guy, is he's been on some real... Steroids. Like, these teams, <laughs> yeah, his teams have been on some real smashing. Yeah. You know, they smashed some really good teams in the, in the past. And he's really... Um, advanced the, the 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 German football. Yeah. Um that that's my reason because when I, I think he left prior to um twenty fourteen World Cup. I yeah. mean twenty eighteen World Cup. I yeah. I'm not I'm not sure. But he really advanced the German football. And this German football of all about vertical. Vertical. Mm-hmm. You know, you play the front pass every mm-hmm. time like or you you, you, you seek you, you look for that you dangerous seek for pass. The, yeah, yeah. For the front pass at any opportunity you can get. That's how I play too. Um, you know, that's the that's all from you know them. Yeah. Joachim Lowe and Hansi Fleck mm-hmm. and 
So that's the thing, man. You guys, uh, because it's true. If you can play that pass in the fuck in the window that is open, it is though. But like, it's risky though. It's risky because then if you play against a team like, it could uh, be sending sending back the other way. Yeah, or if you play a team like like Spain, who keep keep the ball, keep chasing the ball for like eighty minutes of the game, right? So you have to be smart when when you need to play it. And Mm -hmm. I think obviously the German teams are smart, but the one thing is the most efficient pass, right? Yeah. They don't like to... Like, tiki-taka, as I always say, is like, oh, you play in triangles, mm-hmm. you reset lots, you look for open opportunities, yeah. um, you look for the perfect opportunity. But for Germans, it's like, yeah, if the opportunity is there, just take that opportunity. Mm-hmm. No need to reset, no need to do anything. That's like kind of the concept of that whole vertical idea. It's like, why do I need to reset the ball yeah. when that guy is just open? Just mm-hmm. play him the ball, right? Don't waste time. Yeah. So, um, and obviously, the fitness needs to be there, the technique needs to be there, and combined with high press, mm-hmm. as soon as we win it, back in again, vertical, right? Yeah. That's why uh, Bayern scored all those goals against uh, Barca. Mm-hmm. They win the ball, counter press, you know, send it back up. But yeah. Anyway, we'll be going for a break. That was our coverage for the Carabao Cup and the uh, Bundesliga draw. And we'll be taking a break, and we will be back shortly. Welcome back, guys. Uh, We are back. Um, So now we're going to move on to our next segment, which is the interesting UEFA Champions League draws. Yeah, yeah. This is it. This is uh, a crazy, crazy, crazy... I think it's very balanced. Um, well, I'll just go ahead and tell you guys about like the, the, the groups. Group A, you got Bayern, Atletico, Salzburg, Lokomotiv, Moscow. Um, group B, you got Real Madrid, Shakhtar Donetsk, Inter Milan, and Mönchengladbach from Germany. Group C, you got Porto, Man City, Olympiacos, and Marseille. Group D, you got Liverpool, Ajax, Atlanta, and Midtjylland. Group E, you got Sevilla, Chelsea, Krasnodar, and Stade Rene. Group F, you got Zenit, Dortmund, Lazio, Club Bruges. Group G, you got Juve, Ronaldo, Barcelona, Messi, Dynamo Kiev, and Ferenc Savaros. And Group H, you got Paris Saint-Germain, Man United, Leipzig, and Basak Shier. Wow. Istanbul. Yes, yes, in Turkey. Um... Let me just go ahead and uh, first off, we'll talk about our our teams, our various teams, the teams we support. We'll Look, before we even talk about the teams we support, why don't we just say, first of all, what group are you most excited for? And then second of all, which is the group of death? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the group of death has I've got to give it to Paris Saint-Germain. Oh, United, yes. Leipzig and Basakshir. Um, I'm very excited for the Juve and Barca game because mm. that is Ronaldo against Messi. That will be a smasher. Though I think in this group, in the group G, Barcelona will take this group and Juve will come in second. Based on the way that I've seen Barcelona play in the past couple games and the way I've seen Juve play in the past couple games. Um, but we'll see. Over the weeks, there's still another, what is it, another two, three weeks before the before the. UEFA Champions League resumes. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you guys have a really tough group. I think I could see you guys even 
come in third place in this group with Leipzig even winning it. It's yeah. it's how crazy this group is. Um, but yeah, why don't you walk me through how you're feeling about this group with Paris Saint-Germain and Leipzig and Basakshi. Uh I don't know, man. I think <laughs> um, I think we're going to top the group, man. You think so? Oh, yeah, for sure. I think, yeah, I think <laughs> you're blowing smoke right now. <laughs> we're going to win this you're group. We're coming smoke. first. PSG, we're coming for you. Leipzig, we're coming for you. Manchester United all the way. Okay. Now, nah. okay, let's be realistic here, guys. Um, <laughs> this has a, has every making uh, of a disaster. <laughs> but but this is Manchester United we're talking about, right? Like yeah. this is the key thing in here, man. There is history with this Champions League mm-hmm. for United. That there's a reason why anytime United get off the Champions League, everybody's like, oh, you know, I mean, obviously everybody that's not fans of United talk a lot of smack. Yeah. But I always say is they talk a lot of smack because they miss us mm-hmm. from being in that. They they miss us from being in that uh, that Champions League, yeah. right? So the reality is we are in the Champions League, but I remember last season, one thing I said, like, man, if this team makes the Champions League, we're probably going to get blown out right away in the Champions mm-hmm. League. And this has the makings, as I said before, of a disaster. disaster yeah. it, just, it just has it written all over it. Yeah. But, you know, don't forget that uh, Ole is kind of like a park-the-bus manager sometimes. Sometimes. And he recognizes when he's looking at this fixture, he's probably, you know, thanking the stars that he can finally play three in the back. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, Harry Maguire... Lindelof and Bailly, you can you can bet your ass he's going to be playing three guys against mm-hmm. Paris Saint-Germain. Yeah. And with maybe Brandon Williams and Luke Shaw. Or maybe he may even take off one of the center backs and put Luke Shaw as the center back. Yeah. He's done that before. Okay. Um, and, um, you know, if I could make a bold prediction, I would say we're going to come second. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, it could it could look like we're gonna we're gonna get knocked out early and go to Europa League or mm-hmm. in a weird case we may not even go in there. Yeah. But I will back my club in this one and just say we will come second out of the group. It's a very tough group. It is. It is. But it's it's good. This is why you're in the Champions League, yeah. right? Like the competition. If you can if you cannot if you cannot recognize the fact that you're gonna be in a competition mm-hmm. and play against some top top teams. Yeah. Then you don't deserve to be. Then you don't deserve to be in the competition, right? So, uh, I think we have enough quality to recognize that we have a good, decent squad. Mm-hmm. Maybe not a squad that will challenge Paris, mm-hmm. but a squad that can, you know, just keep it tight against Leipzig, yeah. win the home against Leipzig, maybe mm-hmm. tie away against them, mm-hmm. and then uh, hopefully take care of Istanbul in two games. You're good there. If mm-hmm. you do that, you're good. You know, look at Leipzig and say, look, Leipzig is the Jeopardy team. Like, we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. We're going to tie one game against this group, mm-hmm. um, against them, and then win one against them. Yeah. Then the Paris game is 50-50. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, as far as we don't, as far if we can manage not to lose one game, yeah. you're in a good spot, right? Mm-hmm. That, this is, if you, that's why I like Champions League. You, you have so much, you can get away with losing games mm-hmm. in Champions League. Because United has done that before. There's home and away. Yeah. Right? I, I remember away. I remember the time, too. Remember when Juventus was in our group? Yeah. Um, and in that season, I think that was the season when Mourinho got Mor- fired. That was, the, that was Mourinho. Yeah. yeah. And, and you guys then, won. You guys yeah, beat, we beat, you guys we, we beat yeah. them. So, yeah. um, After the balance. Yeah. Brilliance. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, we can we can sit here and we can cry about um, uh, uh, the group that we're in. Yeah. Or we can just say, look, Champions League is something United have been crying out like, for. Like, 
not crying out for it. It's just something that we know how to perform in. Mm-hmm. We don't play like Arsenal in the Champions League. Champions yeah. League for Arsenal is like go out there, face Barca, Bayern, and just get pumped. Yeah. You know, for us, it's like let's go out there, keep things tight, and then manage manage the game. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So that's the way I would look at it. If I'm only look at the game against Leipzig in Istanbul, mm-hmm. Leipzig. No, no doubt they are gonna be ferocious. That oh, team, okay. I've watched them Aggr- play. Aggressive. They are ferocious, and Nagelsmann is such a um, advanced and inspirational coach yeah. that he has gotten the life out of those players. Mm-hmm. They have so many players. Almost Abitsa. Those guys, I like them. Diopo yeah. Makano. I love those players, but just. Keep it tight against them. Be really sharp. Be really tight. Make sure they don't give them any space around your one zone ones and twos. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, hit them on the counter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we'll see how it goes, man. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. It's a 90-minute game, right? Yeah. And, and two, two, 180 two, two, minutes. Two legs, 180 yeah. minutes. 180 yeah. minutes. So it's yeah. just... You can do anything if you... Just don't lose. Yeah. That's all. Tie it and then try to win one. Tie one. And then for Paris... You know, at least try to get a tie in one of the games, and then and, see. What and then for do. Istanbul, beat them. Yeah. I mean, if you don't beat them, then you don't deserve to go through. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. if you're not if you're not beating Istanbul, yeah. then who are you gonna beat, right? Basak-Shay. Yeah. Yes. And they're not an easy team too. No, they're not. But they're not. no, no you know, team on here is easy yeah. because they have qualified for the Champions League. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you guys got uh, Sevilla and uh-huh. Krasnodar and Ren. Easy peasy, man. Look at the way it's gonna be. Chelsea, Sevilla, through that. Like you got, if you guys don't, I mean, the you guys are gonna be ran. You got the offensive power that Chelsea has will waltz through those teams. I, I I take this 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 group as a test. It's a test to see what this 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 team is yeah, capable. It's of. perfect for you guys. Um, but I feel like there's a lot of dark horses in this group. Nah, with, with Sevilla. With Stad Rene, nah. I don't know about Krasnodar, but he should be winning that game. Sevilla sure. will not win the Champions League. Ren will not win the Champions League. In fact, Sevilla will get out of the group. Ren, Krasnodar will not get out of the group. We can't. If we, you guys could play last year with the team you had and beat Valencia and Ajax, yeah. and go through, you're telling me Ren and Krasnodar would give you give you shit. I'm, I'm Maybe saying, Sevilla would give you shit, I'm but saying, Ren's I'm no. saying not like it's it's going to be. It's not a game where we have to go in and be like, oh, yeah, it's easy three points. Because it's not going no, to be like that. No, obviously not. You know, and um, Edward Mendy is going to be going home to Stade Rene. Um, that also, that, that fixture is a good, is a really good one because right now Stade Rene is first place in Ligue 1. Right? Um, Sevilla. Right now, but by the time the Champions League starts, they probably will not in, be. First. In three weeks. In yeah. three weeks, yes. Maybe. But uh, we shall see because the way they're playing, I've, I I'm, I got to say it, I'm a huge admirer of like this, of Stad Rene and what they've been doing, mm-hmm. how they made it into Champions League. And if given the chance last year to complete the season, I feel like they would have ended up second place. Um, the, the, the squad with, what's his name? Uh, Borijo, with mm-hmm. Kamavinga. Um, you got, uh, you got Mr. Rafinha on the right side on the wings. You guys, it's you guys, you guys still will take care of them. We right? should. We, this is this is the thing. It's we not we should. should. I'm just tell, I'm just telling you, your offensive firepower is good enough to take care of Ren. If you tie one game, yeah. most likely you will win another game. You have Werner. You have Ziyech. You I, have Pulisic. You have Hudson Odoi. 
You also have Mount, who's on on another on another league of his own. For this, for the Sevilla game, I, I think we should have Zuma and Thiago Silva for the for the for that game against Ren. We need to have Zuma and Tomori because either way, I wouldn't even pace. I don't even care about the defense. They're gonna you're gonna concede three goals and you score six goals. It's just <laughs> that easy. That's how good Chelsea is. I'm sorry, man. Like. I don't buy this stuff with you guys saying it's a tough game. I didn't even mention Kai Havertz. Lord Kai Havertz himself, man. <laughs> this guy, look, as much as he hits one ball off, he still puts on two, three different assists, yeah. man. This guy is, you know, like he's on another level, on another plane. I think you guys have, we have the, the offensive, offensive side firepower to, take, to, take to beat this team. Yes. Even if, Sevilla if it, don't have regular if, if Ren scores three, you will score six. That's mm-hmm. the way I look at it, you know. Lowest scoreline, 2-1. You know, um, don't worry about your defense in these games. I guess Krasnodar, go all-out attack. Play one center back, one right back, one left back. The rest, everybody just go up. You yeah. guys will win the game. <laughs> I guess Renz, play two center backs, you will still win the game. Like, whatever it is, you've got it. Sevilla maybe will be the tricky one because they're just, uh, you know, Spanish teams are very high. Gr- they grind you, right? Yeah. They're very good at playing these cups. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, but for you guys in Chelsea, I think you guys are. So you, so you, you, you think Chelsea first place, Sevilla second? Oh, absolutely. Chelsea. Uh, I, 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 well, I would say absolutely. I'll say. I think. I, I think might be Sevilla first, but I think you guys have it in the bag in this group. I think. I you think, guys should be. The, you guys should be looking at top out of this group. That's what I'm saying. We need to. Uh, if, if we can achieve this 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 season here, with at least a good ass 15 point, 14, 15 points, and the top of the group. Then we have done something. But if we fall second place, Chelsea need to. We, we need work. If you guys, you guys, you guys need work regardless. You yeah. need a new backline, or not? Maybe not a new not backline. Back we need to gel the backline. No, not even gel. You need a couple of players in the backline. I don't think Chilwell will give you what you're looking for defensively. Um, but I, I don't think he's gonna make those mistakes Alonso makes. Yeah. Um, that's for sure. <laughs> but uh, on the same breath, I think that uh, maybe a new center back. And, uh, you know, you've got to chill well, so let's see how that goes. I think maybe in time, in three weeks, it's enough time for you guys to gel. Yeah. Chelsea, well, that, that's what I said in, the, in the previous has, uh, in the previous know, show. But Chelsea has three weeks the for bag. the defense, five weeks for the for the attack. Chelsea, what three? Th- I'll say two weeks for the attack. Pulisic's coming oh, back tomorrow. Three, two weeks for the attack and and three three weeks for your for your defense because you guys just don't know how to freaking play defense. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And yeah, Pulisic's coming. Oh, dude, man, you guys are good. That's a good, but like this group still, this group's really look really interesting. You know, Bayern against Atletico. Yeah, we already know Bayern know. Atletico will make through. The one that will be interesting a little bit With might Real be Madrid. Real. Yeah, we yeah. got Real and Internacional and Mojang Gladbach. And Shakhtar. Yeah. Shakhtar got done by Inter though. Yeah, like yeah, five yeah. nil. Yeah. The Europa but they'll, they'll be looking for revenge now. For they'll sure. be looking at revenge to make it uh, not lose five, but lose by two goals <laughs> instead. You know. <laughs> International. That, that is a that is a really interesting group. There. Yeah. But I think I think Real and Inter will make it out of that if, group. If if let's just give a segment to Inter. For me, this is Inter's year. If they do not win this league, the Serie A this year, they can forget it. They will not win it ever again. <clears throat> this is the year. They have all the, all the pieces. they have all the pieces in play mm-hmm. now. Conte can be complaining about his players. He's been getting he has Lautaro Martinez. He has um, oh, Lukaku. What's going on with that? So the, you know, is Barcelona going to take no, him? They're not, not going to take him. Okay. It's too late to take him right now. They're probably going to look at him next uh, next summer. But 
they they inter and also they're in a group where they looks like they can progress. Munching Gladbach doesn't strike fear in me. They've they've dealt with Shakhtar before. Mm -hmm. uh, Real probably will give them a little bit of a headache, but Real haven't hasn't been playing well lately. Like they've, you know, when uh, they're, they're struggling, struggling through, through games, yeah. winning three two one nothing. Like but they barely. won they won two zero yesterday. Right? Was it, was it two, two or one? I don't know. But like they're scrapping games. They're not winning games like yeah. Real normally will win games. Yeah. And to think this. These guys are so whack, man. Who they they have Hakimi that they sell him to Inter, mm -hmm. and they have Regulon then they sell him to Tottenham. It's like keep these players, man. These kids are that good right now. Yeah, yeah. What is Zidane thinking? Anyway, so he doesn't, he doesn't have. I don't know. He doesn't I, like them on the squad yet. I don't know what's his thing. But anyway, so and then they have an old midfield. Cruz is old. Yeah. Modric is old. Yeah. Only guy there that looks like he's doing anything is Casemiro, who's like but, uh, in Cruz, his prime too. Cruz, I think he hasn't played the past couple games. He hasn't. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's been that guy Valverde. Oh yeah, Val. Is it Valverde? Valverde playing oh, Vaz, as, and Luka Modric is playing, and what, there's other one more player. I don't know if it's Casemiro. Or either, so. either. But way. They, what what I like it now is that they're playing Asensio and Isco as well. Isco, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Isco is Isco is mint. Isco Look, should have left. I know, that team I know. You, you hear me talk about Yao Felix, man. Honestly, my favorite player for the longest time has been Isco. I have loved Isco. Isco is just. I don't know why he has not moved, but he yeah, doesn't he want to leave. should have left. Well, if you've won Champions Leagues and leagues and cops with them, why would you leave, right? Chelsea, so, Chelsea wanted him and he said no. I want, I want his school, yeah. man. If I, could, if I, could, if they were gonna, they were gonna use him as a, as a, as a, as a pressure point for the it's Hazard cool. deal, like last year. Isco, Isco, yeah, Isco, Isco said, Isco said no. Francisco. If he if he had come to Man United, if I if if uh, Gabby and I have a boy, would have named him Isco for sure, man. Yeah. I, I would forget Axel and name that kid Isco <laughs> right off the bat. But he's not coming, so he, sorry, no no kids of mine will be named Isco. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Real is good. But Inter, like this is a good way for them to get out of this group yeah. and then do something. Do something for um, and then you've uh, the other the other groups. I mean, you've talked about Juve, Barca. I kind of don't really give a shit about them because the other teams aren't even interesting. Yeah. Um, and then another group that looks nice that people aren't even really looking into. The Liverpool, is, Ajax, and Atlanta. That one is hot. Yeah. That one is hot. But yeah. I'm, you know, I I think um, Ajax is not as good as they used to be anymore because yeah, no, they've got most of their players. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'll say Atlanta, Liverpool, but mine is Zenit, Dortmund, and Lazio. Oh. That group looks hot, man. Yeah, like, it does. you know, Zenit is not a, they're not a slouch, man. And neither is Lazio. No, neither is Lazio. But Lazio started off the season slow. They lost at Atalanta, I think, 4 nothing this week. Yeah. So they're not, they're not looking good. Dortmund should win this group. They they should, if they, they don't, win this they group. don't. I'm telling you, Dortmund is really pissing me off, man. They really need to, like, sell Sancho and, uh, <laughs> You know, beat Bayern. That's the thing, <laughs> two things they need to do. But I guess you can't beat Bayern if you sell your your, your yes, best player, player, right? Yeah. So, but either way, man, Frick, what a what what uh, a beautiful look to the um, Champions League this year. Mm -hmm. um, of course, City gets the easiest group with Porto, Olympiacos, and Marseille. We know, you know we know Man City is going to proceed in that group to the next round. But yeah, who's going to join them? Will it be Porto? Will it be Olympiacos? I don't know. I hope it's Marseille. I like I like the French clubs. I like French clubs, and Marseille has like some history, so I like I like those guys. Olympiacos and Greece. They lost. They lost. They lost Daniel Podence ever since then. It's been who lost Olympiacos. Olympiacos. Oh, Podence was from Olympiacos. Oh, okay. 
That kid if, is not bad. He met them. If he stayed with Olympiacos, they could have done something. But uh, nah, they wouldn't have done anything. That club is just when they play, when they played against Tottenham. Oh man, they were. Against, anybody, Odin's, anybody, Odin's any, raped them. Odin yeah, raped of course them. he would. Anybody could have raped Tottenham at that time, right? Yeah. So they were vulnerable. Porto, Porto. I don't know. Speaking of Porto, um, they need to accept a bid for twelve million for Alex Teller. <laughs> uh, the guy wants to come to this other thing, dude. Like eighteen million, but. I also kind of get why United are kind of like, bro, this yeah. guy will be going for free. Like, on, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in in January, we'll come back and we'll just say, hey, Alex, do you want to, you know, Same come with us? us? Yeah. We'll pay you all this stuff. He's like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll sign you guys in six months, yeah. right? The only thing is, does Alex tell us have the patience to wait, wait. For, wait for us, right? So I think, I think he does. I think he does. But the way he's acted, he's kind of been like, yo, get me out of here, right? Some players may get like, because you don't understand. That's, that's a cooking pot for them, right? They're still... Luckily, luckily, UEFA changed the rules last year. So if you come from another team and you join the team like before, um, after... Yeah, yeah. Like on, in the January transfer window, you can you still can, you register can still yeah, for the but, next team. Yeah, yeah. But in the uh, Champions League. I remember years ago when it was different. Yeah. Like you couldn't... But I'm just saying like there. in six months, United might say, look, guy, like just... You know, don't sign with anybody. Yeah. Look, we're gonna guarantee you this money. Mm-hmm. You see that money that they we went to offer you for um for the fees for uh, for transfer for your transfer fees. Yeah. We're gonna take half of that cash mm-hmm. and put it into your pay. Yeah. You you'll be like, okay, fine, fuck, yeah. I'm gonna stay with you. I'm gonna I'm not gonna do anything. And mm-hmm. then that will put. But the thing is, you need that a player agreement. is verbal agreement. That player is under pressure. Yeah. Because the club may start to put them under pressure, like yeah, what the yeah. hell? Like, is it you? It'd be awkward because yeah, then yeah. you're working with people, and then in six months time you're gonna dip. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then um, it takes it takes a really yeah mentally prepared prepared person. person. You need to, to be that. like yeah. really ready for that, yeah. right? And let's say the fans come back, mm-hmm. you know, then you have to play a game. They're booing, whistling you, yeah. Or maybe the 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 the, the um, coach is like, I'm not playing you, mm-hmm. you know. And then maybe Alex says like. You know, there's cops that are coming. I want to play in the summer cups yeah, in my yeah. country, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, he can't play. He can't play. So yeah. it may force him to say, "Okay, look, I'm gonna sign a contract, yeah, yeah. but just sell me for this." But the key thing is, he ha- he can ask them if he signs the contract, yeah. release clause, fifteen million. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So at least they get something for him. Yeah, he can do that, but it's so risky. Mm-hmm. Like so, United just paid the money for this guy, or hold your guns and don't bite the bullet yeah. and just put pressure on tell us to put pressure on Porto yeah. so you can get out of there mm-hmm. you know in time exactly yeah no doubt um, yeah so we are now done with that UEFA Champions League draw now we shall be moving over to the next segment which is uh, the Premier League review the games that are coming up tomorrow games this weekend bro games this weekend what do we have popping man what do we got popping over here Yes, yes, yes. Chelsea play Crystal Palace tomorrow at five thirty in the morning. Yeah. Um, Leeds United against Man City. We got Everton against Brighton. Newcastle against Burnley. And then on Sunday we have Leicester against West Ham. Southampton versus West Brom. Wolves versus Fulham. Arsenal versus Sheffield. Man United versus Tottenham, which is the highlight game of the week. Aston Villa versus Liverpool. So um, we'll just talk really quickly. I mean, we talked about the Man U and the Tottenham game a little bit, but now we're gonna dive a little bit more detailed into it, as well as the the Leeds United Man City game, and uh, obviously we're gonna talk about Chelsea against Crystal Palace. 
Um, Pulisic is ready to go for the Chelsea game, but is he it? will not be starting. He will be on the bench. Frank Lampard confirmed it um, just this morning in the press conference. He said he's been raring for him to come back, and uh, it's going to be... It's an amazing time for Chelsea fans because we've been waiting for our Captain America, man. Uh, I'm so excited to see my boy back up into the up into the fold, into the team. Whether he gets like maybe like 20, 30 minutes, that should be good. You know, he said he said on his uh, on his Twitch channel that he is raring and he's ready to go. Like he's very excited, and we are excited for our boy too. Um, Cristiano Pulisic. Yes, I like yes, that. I yes. Like that guy, man. We need, we need him. We need him. Another, he he, another, is, another guy he that is the key to the attack finally becoming I, more dangerous. Another guy that United just fucked up on. <laughs> like, guy was only fifty mil, and yeah. we should have just put in the money, like taking him away. Yeah, I think, I think Borussia. We were touting him around to different clubs at the time, mm-hmm. and then Chelsea were like, okay, we'll take him because this is the long term plan for Hazard. Yeah, and. Look at him now, man. And not only that, too. Like, the way that we are finally going to have our number 10, yeah. right? Because we haven't had that since the season started. Um, yes, yes, there's a there's a difference between playing in the number 10 role and then being given the number, number. right? Um, but a player with that number makes things happen, right? Yes, and yes. He is the, he's the impact player. He totally deserves it. He proved it last season with how he came in and he was so efficient. He even... He even Tallied and and uh and tied Hazard's first season in Chelsea in the Premier League. Yeah. For the goals, he tied it. Mm. Right. So um, amazing, amazing player. You know, one of my he's actually becoming one of my favorites alongside you know Mr. Hazard, Mr. Um Godse, Mr. Dybala, and now we got Mr. Pulisic. But yes, I am I am ready for this game. I'm ready to see him in action. Um, I'm also ready to see Hudson Odoi because I think he might be really dangerous in this game. Give yeah. him the space, give him the space, and he's gonna make something happen. He's been playing the past couple games now, so he has a little bit of um, consistency going on. Yeah, Let's see yeah. if we can if he can keep that that uh, that that level up and just keep driving himself right. Uh, Timo Werner is expected to play as well. Um, I think he will be coming up from the left at first. Until Pulisic comes into the game, then he might go into the middle, right? And uh, Tammy should be starting this game because Giroud had absolutely nothing to offer in the last game. But but Giroud needs game game Giroud, time he, though. He does need that game guy. Time. He I does. think I think honestly, he's you guys' best nine. striker right now. He's the nine. He's the uh, perfect he, nine because he, he holds knows up, how to hold play and then he knows how to get people involved yes, in the play. Yes. Yeah. Um, I do want to see Kante as well as Kovacic play together tomorrow. And in the top 10 position, I want it to be Mr. Havertz, not Mount. Mount needs a rest. Give Mount a little bit of a rest. Maybe if Havertz not performing, then you can think about bringing in Mount. Mount is Mr. Chelsea, though. Yes, he's, his press is Mr. Chelsea, which is why Lampard loves him so much. Yeah. The fans, you guys, I feel like um, we need to stop being so aggressive because it's only just been four games into the season and only two games have been um, three games have been played in the prem we need to have a little bit of patience because now we're going to start seeing things happen as soon as all these players start returning Pulisic comes back then all we're missing is Hakim Ziyech right mm-hmm. and after that 
Lampard is going to have all these players at, at his disposal and then he's going to be able to make tactical changes if he needs to with all the players that he has, right? Um, Ziyech is about a week away. Lampard also said it in the press conference, about a week away. So now heading into the international break, that would be good. It will give him another week and then he will be back for the, for the next. next Ziyech is, man, that's another guy too, man. You know, I, I just... All those players that I that I want, you guys keep just buying them. Yeah. <laughs> you know the, I mean, if you if you put Manchester United's like, like you mix and match some of United's players with you guys' players, yeah, yeah it would be a super team. Oh man, they would. You know, they would tear um, the whole they, league apart. They wouldn't. They, would, they wouldn't tear, tear, but it would challenge a little bit yeah. for the league. I don't. I think no. I think if you combine both of them, you still have Liverpool's yeah. team that's way better. Um, at least their first eleven is still way better. I think it's a class above everybody else. Mm-hmm. But uh, your players are just—I want you guys as players. Yeah, I want like Pulisic. I want Pulisic. Yeah. Uh, Ziak, I want Ziak. Can't have him. <laughs> Timo, I want Timo. Yeah. Uh, Abraham, I don't give a damn. Giroud, no. Uh, I will. I will uh, we, but, let's let's just let's just take a moment to appreciate Tammy Abraham because I don't think a lot of, a lot of these guys like really understand what Abraham has brought into this team. In the past 18 months, if Abraham did not score the goals that he scored, we will be a mid-table team without his goals. Because what he did was he he gave Giroud the chance to come in and affect the game and affect the season, mm-hmm. right? Because of his goals, he was scoring the goals left, right, and center. And then, yes, obviously, sometimes you you derail, you derail off the of the goal train, but what he did kept us uh, a momentum going forward. So Giroud was able to come in and do something, yeah. right? Tammy, Tammy is no no slouch either. I think I, I think Tammy is good. Um, I just um, you know, I mean, I, if you can't unseat Harry Kane in England, yeah. You need to do some more work. Yeah. I think he needs to do more work. Like Harry Kane, when you watch him strike the ball, mm-hmm. it's like he loves that yeah, ball. Yeah. You know, it's like as if he's like kiss of death. He's like, I want this <laughs> ball to give me a baby right away. Like yeah. you know, pumps everything into it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like Harry Kane is on another level yes, of striking the football. Level, yeah, but I think but he has a lot more experience. Yeah, he's he's got on loans before he How finally. How old is Harry Kane now? I think he's like twenty six now. Twenty six, wow. twenty seven. He's getting old. Yeah, yeah. but he you know, be Tammy, in the peak now. Yeah, ta- yeah, he's at peak form now. Mm-hmm. He's at his peak ages. Tommy, I think, needs more time. He needs to grow. He needs to like get better. He needs to learn how to like put the ball into the back of the net. Yeah, like you know when you watch Aguero. Yeah, um, how they strike Raúl Jiménez, yeah. Harry Kane. When you see this boy strike the ball. It's like something else, something yeah. magical is gonna mm-hmm. happen, right? Um, Tammy needs that. You know, that's, he needs. He needs that. That he, he that has. A, he's a finish. He's yeah. not a finisher. He's a striker. He's a striker. striker. Yeah. But he needs to learn to be like a finisher. Yeah. Like a, a chance. He's an opportunist. If he's in the box, mm-hmm. this is it. This is mine. Yeah. There's some players you see like Drogba. When he was in the box, mm-hmm. he was like, "Why? Is, why you let this dude here? Yeah. He will score a goal. Yeah. Right. So uh, even Van Nistelrooy, when, when you see them. Why did you let this go in here? They would mm-hmm. just pump it in. Yeah. Van Persie, another person, he mint from anywhere. The way he strikes the ball, mm-hmm. and in fact, another player that I think that has that is uh, Greenwood. Greenwood, yeah, I Greenwood, believe, oh, has man, that. Greenwood. But he's yeah. not strong he's, enough. He strikes, he, he's too skinny. 
Yeah, he strikes the he way he strikes, strikes it. it. Like when he's sm- he's a he's a cool, no he can, he's a he finisher. It, yeah. You can tell he's a finisher. He's a striker and a finisher. Mm-hmm. But Tommy needs to get that finishing aspect in his game. I think he's good. I've watched him play. Yeah. I think like he's a striker. Like you know, you make the runs. He would do those things that strikers should do. Yeah. Is just put that ball in the back of the net. Mm-hmm. You know, unseat Harry Kane. Yes. You know. Yeah. Because that's why Southgate. Anytime Harry Kane is injured, Southgate's like, "What do I do?" Mm-hmm. And then he's played Rashford in the center. And he's like, "No, play Tommy there." Yeah, yeah. But he doesn't trust Tommy enough because yeah. he knows, okay, you know, Rashford and Tommy. Mm-hmm. Rashford is a left winger, left forward. Yeah. But I'm willing to take that risk a little bit with Rashford because mm-hmm. of the mobility he offers and the movement he creates. Mm-hmm. Um, Rashford's not a striker, but yeah. Tammy needs to now start to put the balls in mm-hmm. and prove, like, I'm ready for England, like, Just, to challenge yeah. Harry, yeah. like, challenge yeah. him all the way. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, but back to the game, uh, in the back line, we should be seeing Ben Chilwell. He should be... This would be like his main, his main, main, mainstay uh, game. Um, Zuma. Zuma yeah. and Thiago Silva. I want to see both of them. Nah, man. I'm telling you, man. Because Dude, you can't. You know, you know no matter Palace. what happens, Lampard is not it going is to not just keep him, keep him on the bench. It is Crystal Palace. I am telling you this right now. Who right? would you like to see? This is Chris. Play Rudiger uh, at uh, Ficayo. You know what I mean? Like. I'm telling you guys, like this is the this is why P, if if Lampard listens to this podcast yeah. and puts these plays that you're telling right now, this guy is asking to get the sack, man. <laughs> like this is why you guys, there's some people who are screaming Lampard out and all that crazy stuff, mm-hmm. you know, which I think is a little bit premature yes, yes. for him. Yeah. But these should not make like forget Thiago. Put him in second half when the game is like one nothing. Crystal Palace will run you guys. They don't play football. They don't. They don't play football like every other team. They play it in the most like rough, aggressive, physical, physical, yeah. you know, counterattacking way. They mm-hmm. sit back and they just. And if you have a guy who doesn't have speed to deal with Ayu, yeah. Zaha, and Townsend, you guys are gonna be in a world of hurt. You guys need to respect the fact that those dudes will be coming after your fo- uh, defense, your mm-hmm. back line. And if you have Chilwell there. With Thiago, that's too many holes. Chihuahua wants to go up. Reese wants to go up. You yeah. need mobility. But you need guys think, who can, sh- we'll who can recover Aspil- quickly. Aspil- Aspil- in that game. Whatever it is, man. Even Aspili can get overrun by yeah. those three. Mm-hmm. Ta- like, I saw this firsthand with United. Like, having a slow back line against those three forwards is suicide. Mm-hmm. Lindelof and Maguire couldn't keep up with both of them. For you guys, you guys have Zuma who's fast. Yeah. You know what I mean? At least play Rudiger or Ficayo there. At least, even Christensen would be better than Thiago, in my opinion. But I, if you want to play Thiago, then so be it. I think I think we play Thiago in this game. Okay, man. With Zuma, um, Tomori obviously on the bench. Yeah. Um, okay. The reason why I say that is because Thiago has this sense where he he's amassed so much knowledge over the years in different leagues. But yes, this is the prem, right? But as well, if he 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 can be that guy that stays in the back and just it's not sweep. but it's not I know what you mean but it's not knowledge though if you're not quick you are not quick yeah but Thiago no, Thiago is quick nah man I'm telling you against Townsend against Zaha yeah. and against IU they're faster they're quicker they're those faster. boys will be running him like yeah this guy 36 year old we're 27 you've he's reached an age where. I see. I, anytime I see him before matches, I'm always seeing them giving him a massage mm-hmm. on his legs. Yeah. 
Why? Because these are probably like carrying a knock or something. Like when you're at that age, no, some some players some players do get even Serge Gnabry does that before games. I know, but whatever. But for him, yeah. I'm like this dude needs that massage because he's always carrying something after each game. <laughs> he is that old man. No, he's, he he's might have got bandages to the football field. <laughs> he's taking, he's, he takes very good care of his body. Of like, course he does. He's like he's like he's like Ronaldo. He's like Ronaldo. Oh, of course, he's defender you know? defender for Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they 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 take very good care of, of their body. Of course he does. Yeah, After the game, he goes into athlete. an ice bath right away. Pro- uh, Vincent Company used to do that. Yeah. Of course, he's a professional athlete. I'm just saying, the like even City realized yeah. at some point, Vincent Company was not ready. A guy like Vincent Company mm-hmm. for this league. Not longer able to keep up. Yeah. He had to put in his two weeks. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why these guys hit 33, 34. Yeah. And they don't want to play in the Premier League anymore. If you're playing the Premier League and you're 36, 37, you're playing with the shittier teams. Because mm-hmm. you want to help you want to help the like um oh, his name was just right in my head. This guy used to play with Everton. Oh, he's with Sheffield now. I can't remember his name. You know, but you know, they um Oh, that's going to bug me. <laughs> he used to play with Everton. He used to be the captain of Everton, and then he went to Sheffield. But anyway, what ends up happening is they, there's a reason why they go to these smaller clubs yeah. because they just can't keep up. Play in the Premier League, play your fast guys. Mm-hmm. Play, like, because Premier League is quick. They, those guys are rapid. Yeah. The moment you touch a ball, a guy is breathing on your shoulder, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, I, I know that the German league hits the staple on pressing, mm-hmm. uh, but the Premier League is just as quick, albeit a little bit differently, mm-hmm. but they're just as quick. Play your quicker defenders, man. Well, Against a team that's going to counterattack you, you need speed at the back line. If you don't have... Cause I know what I know what Lampard is going to do. Mm-hmm. He's going to play high. He's going to push up high. He's going to have his um, uh, right back and left back bumping up the field, mm-hmm. putting in crosses in the box. You know, aggressive, full on. You want to cage mm-hmm. Crystal Palace in their own section half, of the field, yeah. in their own half. Mm-hmm. But Crystal, Roy Hudson is like, great. That's why Roy Hudson failed with England because mm-hmm. he wanted to try that same shit with England. <laughs> Didn't work out, son. Yeah. So this is the thing. Play your fast guys, bro. Mm-hmm. It is, it is suicide to go against Crystal Palace, and just push up a high line against a guy like Thiago. Mm. Where these young boys would just be running him ragged. Not one, not two, but three forward lines. Mm-hmm. Like this is Roy Hudson's footprint. He wouldn't he would not he would not deviate from it. It's like mm-hmm. Nuno Espirito Santo. It's like Coca-Cola, it works every time. Yeah. <laughs> this is the same thing. Roy Hudson's yeah. like it works every time. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna put and it. then I'm just gonna block, you know. Yeah. For you guys, the only good thing you can say is you guys can pump in four goals mm-hmm. and then we'll be fine. But I'm telling you, yeah. if you don't pump in those four goals, You're gonna be in and then, uh, you know, next minute, Guaita is sending long ball to Zaha, mm-hmm. you better bet that Reese James or Aspili is there to support. Yeah. You know, even Aspili, I'm a little bit nervous too because, you know, I'm not I'm nervous, not that I care that much, but I'm just saying like, as a defender, I'm nervous for you guys because he's just, he will, he will have a torrid day against those three. So, so, but who, so way, who would you play, Reese James or Aspi? I'll play Reese James, man. Yeah. Reese James is the guy's future, man. Younger, younger. Yeah. Aspie should be Aspie should be coming in like second half to kind of like, you know, catch up and help yeah. solidify the back line. Yeah. But I'll play Reese James. Well, Aspie should be giving him enough advice if he's going to be doing that. All right. And uh, Thiago, if we don't play Thiago Silva, we should definitely play tomorrow, Dan. So zoom on tomorrow. 
Yeah. Okay, I predict that game will be 3-1 for Chelsea. I don't see us keeping oh, right a clean that down sheet. Somewhere, right that down somewhere, bro. Um, I don't, I don't think we will keep a clean sheet for that game, for sure. Are you guys home or away? We are... I think we are home, actually. Okay. We are home. You guys yes. are home. Okay, yeah, Stanford, Stanford Bridge. Bridge. Okay. That looks like a 3-1 kind of game. Yeah. But... I will predict. I'm gonna. I don't like to predict on you guys' games, but I'm gonna predict one thing. I think it might be two two. You know. You think so? Yeah. I think Palace has a, a goal coming. If you guys play Thiago, I think it might be two two. But I'll say two two. I'll leave it at two two. Yeah. Yeah. Watch you guys just crush them six one or something ridiculous. Nah, man. We can't count those guys out for sure. Aren't they doing so good in the league right now? What place are they? I think they are. They lost one game, so sixth place. Sixth place, yeah. yeah. Lost against Everton, the almighty Everton. Yeah. All right. Okay, we're gonna go into Manu against Tottenham. Um. So for us, um, I'm just gonna go right into it. This game, you know, after uh, Mourinho's comments last season, in the All Nothing series, uh, you know, oh, you guys have better players here than, um, you know, Manchester United. Yeah. Um. I think to an extent he's kind of right, but in a way he's also wrong. Like, their players are decent, but their players are not, like, elite level, top three, top four quality level. The only person I would say that's, like, top four quality level is, like, Harry, Harry Kane. Kane and Son. Son, yeah. Um, and uh, Lucas Moura would say top six level. Mm-hmm. They have Bale. Is Bale like, going to play? I don't What's know. going on with him? That guy, that guy was born injured, right? So... <laughs> He's another guy who spends more time on the treatment table than, you know, uh, playing a single game of football. Yeah. You know, so um, I don't know what's going on with him. I hope he doesn't play that game because then we're in for trouble. Uh, but um, Tottenham has, like, acquired quite a good batch of players, man. Matt Doherty, mm-hmm. Regulon, Bale. I think they also got, oh, yeah, they got Emil Hoyberg from yeah. uh, Southampton. Yeah, they did. I mean, I don't, I don't mind him or Hoyberg. I don't mind him, but I'm, always, I've kind of been like, mm, he's, he's a good player, but I never. But looking at that Tottenham team, he's been helping them real well, right? Yeah. The one good thing is their backline. Tottenham's backline could be get, gotten at Davison Sanchez, Eric Dyer, Ivan um, Vertonghen, or um, are the Wild is playing? Then Vertonghen you know. is gone. Is he? Yeah, Super Yan is gone. Yeah, is he? Yeah, he left. Uh, Where is he to now? I don't even know, but he, he's no longer with the club. Yo, let's search it up, search it up, search it up. Yeah, I watched it on All or Nothing. He said goodbye and everything. They, did he? They did like a goodbye for him. After no COVID. way. Yeah, he said his goodbyes and took Jan off. Is gone. But Jan and Toby both grew up together. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I saw that. So it was yeah. pretty sad when, when, uh, when no Jan way. left and Toby was still there. Yeah, Vertogen. Oh man! So he's thinking about his family, right? So yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but damn. But yeah, well, I guess he's not playing, so mm-hmm. <laughs> he's gone. But, but other world, ha- I think I think Tango and Dombele is going to play this game tomorrow. Dude, Tango and Dombele is good, but like, Tottenham ta- ta- uh, ta- has a lot of midfielders, yeah, eh? They do. They have Dombele, Lo Celso, um, what they call him, um, Sissoko, Winks, mm-hmm. Hortberg, Dele Ali. Winks is the future. Um, they have like a lot of midfielders. I think there's also another one that I'm forgetting. That's in Fernandez. Yeah, Fernandez yeah. too. They have a lot of. Uh, 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 They're blessed with midfielders. Midfielders. 
They kind of like Chelsea. Mourinho just doesn't know what to do with them. And then their wings is good, too. They have Son and Lucas Moura yeah. with Bale. Um, Lamela. I saw Lamela the other day. I'm like, this guy is still playing with them? Yeah. And I was like, oh, shoot, I forgot about him. Yeah. The one thing they don't have, strikers. A backup striker. Yeah. They don't have a backup striker. If anything happens to Harry Kane, they're toast. But they, I guess they, they're trying to use uh, Bergwijn in that position. I even forgot about Bergwijn. Bergwijn is another winger, too. They have they they can they can get into the top four, man. Oh, now, sure. I'm looking back at my prediction. I'm like, look at this squad. It's just that their back line and their backup striker. Like, yeah. Kane has an injury in him. You know, Harry of the Rovers, Kane. This guy's going to fly into a tackle, injure himself, mm. and then be he'll be out for, like, seven weeks. Yeah. And that's where, like, all of a sudden, Tottenham look like, oh, my God, we can't win anything. Yeah. But I think with so, Son, at least, they can do something. Son is injured. Is he? Yeah, he was injured last game. That's why he came off at halftime. Oh, wow. I don't know if he's recovered, though. But that's where if Bale comes in, then it's like like for like. Yeah, We're not yeah. struggling. And then you can play Bergwijn instead. I don't know why he doesn't start Bergwijn. I would start Bergwijn right under um, Harry Kane. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. He has mobility, man. Yeah. That kid can run. And, he he's, and, he's, and he's willing to like do he something did, with Tottenham, yeah. right? Like yeah. these guys are hungry, you know? Mm-hmm. Um... So, no, there's some really good players uh, for that Tottenham team. I think this game has Tottenham, you know, smelling all over it. But, you know, the the one thing is that team, they embody Mourinho's fragility. Mourinho has become fragile. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the after that Real Madrid thing and then the Chelsea firing him yeah. and then us adding on top and firing him too, mm-hmm. um, it has added that level of... Mourinho used when you used to go to Mourinho's teams, you'd be like, "We're gonna, be, we're, we're, we're gonna, we're, no, sorry." Mourinho's teams used to be like, "We're gonna beat you guys." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there, there is that fear of you losing to Mourinho's mm-hmm. sides, right? But this team, like this, this, um, um, uh, what you call it? Uh, uh, this Mourinho's team with Tottenham, they're just fragile. They don't know how to keep a lead, mm-hmm. or, or you know. They they can come back and and like to see what they did with Chelsea, yeah. but they just or, or they'll be winning games and then one random thing happened like yeah they were unlucky against um, Newcastle, yeah. but still like that game they maybe should have scored two goals already like mm-hmm. put the game to bed right yeah. don't give Newcastle a chance to come yeah, back finish it up yeah kill yeah. kill the keep the kill the opposition yeah. so they have a mental fragility and and it's a Spurs mindset Spurs yeah. have always been like that I remember we're, but this, we're, this is this is something even on the all or nothing uh, uh, documentary yeah as if you're watching like Mourinho is trying to change them to get away from this He's been trying to change them, but like it's a Spurs thing, man. Because like uh, the they're not, they're not aggressive enough. They're too nice. Uh, they don't know how to stop when the transition stop the transitions when it's going because yeah, they don't they, foul. They don't foul. Yeah. But now, now this season you've seen them put in tackles. You've yeah. seen Hoiberg come in and do some nonsense. Yeah, but you, well, that's because those guys came from like teams that are like aggressive. aggressive yeah, you know I mean, they, but, but not, they're usually not, in the bottom. Not only that, in the in the all or nothing uh, uh, documentary, yeah. Uh, Mourinho did at one point he was like you know I'm tired of this and he basically had them do an 11-11 game against each other right mm. and he had them tackle each other oh, so shit. they can like so, so they can get that aggressive side out mm-hmm. of them right and put them into the game like this season I've seen Mourinho this team Tottenham 
yeah. more aggressive than, than I've before. ever seen them in years. But they're still the problem. They're still conceding goals. They are. They are. That's the thing. But right? it's it's also really early in the season. Who knows? This might get fixed. Yeah. Within the next few weeks. Yeah. Um, and they just start firing on on all cylinders, yeah. right? So. No, that's true. You're right. But yeah, Tottenham. That 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 team looks. Uh, they look. They look very interesting this year. Mm-hmm. And I think um, this would be a very difficult game for Manchester United. I don't know, like. My Manchester United can turn up like this, yeah. like that in an in an instant, mm-hmm. or they can just sleep throughout the whole game. That's mm-hmm. the problem with this, and 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 it's been happening more lately. Now we've been we've been falling asleep. Before, it used to be our um, um, uh, combination of uh, Bruno Fernandes and um, uh, you know Martial, Pogba, and uh, Greenwood, yeah. and. You just see those four on the t- on the squad. Forget Rashford. Rashford is kind of like hit and miss. Yeah. But that four, if you see them on the squad, you're like, we are winning this game. Now, we see them, and I even forgot Matic. Now, if we see them, it's like, yeah, we are going to. I don't know. You know, they're tired or they haven't had enough preseason or something, right? Yeah. So, I don't know, man. Like, we'll see how it goes. Like, I think um, that starting group is good enough to start. I think uh, Van der Beek should start. Mm-hmm. I think he should get a start. I don't know who come off. They, people say Bruno or Pogba can't start together. I, I don't care, man. I, I personally, I think that um, you play all three. Yeah. I don't. I, I get all, everybody always talks about, oh, you need safety guard, safety guard. Okay, play Matic then. You know, take off Pogba or somebody, mm-hmm. right? But in my opinion, I think you should just play all three. Go for the juggler. Yeah. See if you can score an early goal, get two goals, one goal. Nick it early. And then, boom, bring Matic in to secure the back. Mm-hmm. Call it a day. You know what I mean? Bring in an extra defender if you want to throw in three at the back. Call it a day, right? So, so what do you, you what, know, what, what, do you, what do you predict for this game? Man, I'm predicting for this game, I'm predicting, um, man, it's a tough one, man. I, this game smells like, smells like a draw, man. It smells like a, a 1-1 draw, a repeat of, uh, you know, the last season's 1-1. 1-1 draw? Yeah. I think Tottenham is going to win it 3-2. 3-2? Yeah. Okay, man. We'll see, man. We'll see, man. Ole, you better not make me lose this game, man. We better <laughs> win this game. What, 3-1? You know, let's beat that 3-1. But yeah. I'm going to say 1-1. 1-1 draw. 1-1 draw. I don't, I, I don't know. You know. All right. Now we're going to move on to the Leeds in Mass City. Game of the week. Game Third of the week. game of the week. Yes, yes. Leeds against Man City. Um, I think uh, Manchester City are going to win, man. How many? I think they're going to win... Uh... Damn, I think... I think they're going to win... Uh... Like, uh, 3-1. Leeds, honestly, as much as Leeds are good and they mark well, they press well, they cover well, mm-hmm. they just... Sometimes they look so open to, like, you know, goals being leaked. And the defense looks so fragile. Yeah. Like, yeah, they beat Sheffield one nothing, but Sheffield is not known for their offensive firepower. Mm-hmm. But City, I think, like, you know, with uh, Big Boss himself, Pep, he would he would manage things. Oh, I'm seeing you, what you're putting up there. Damn. I think Leeds will win 4-2. 4-2, okay. I'll be watching out for that game, 4-2. man. 4-2, because uh, Biesla is the original... Master of Pep, mm-hmm. right? And uh, he's like, 
he's relentless. You know what I mean? Like, no matter what happens, this guy will fight. And he will keep fighting. But, yeah, but Biesla, Biesla's teams struggle against Pep's teams, though. True. But we shall see in this one. I think yeah. I think it's going to be a surprise against Man City. Because Leeds will be ready for this game. You know, we're also forgetting that Bruno Diaz... It's not Bruno Diaz. I said Bruno. Uh, Ruben Diaz mm-hmm. has just come from Benfica. So that back line is starting to look a little bit better. Is he going to play? I don't know. I think he probably will. It'll be dumb if he doesn't play. Those guys don't have any person on their defense, right? So with Imeric Laporte, I don't know if Laporte is injured or if he's still playing. Mm-hmm. But, you know... Um, Okay, if if Ruben Diaz comes in, then I could see, um, I could still see Leeds winning, but two one. Oh yeah, two one. Yeah, but if he doesn't, I think Leeds will win four two. Okay, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be for sure a high scoring game, cause we've seen we've seen what Leeds can do. Yeah. Even against Mister Liverpool, right? Yeah. So, um. But Biesla, that team is aggressive. They'll press you to the ends of the earth. And they also know how to... It's not that they're not good with ball work. They can, they, they, even with the team that he has, they're very good with ball work. Mm-hmm. Right? So they can work the ball. Um, I could see the uh, Kai Walker pushing up and uh, somebody from the wings over there just catching him on the break. But Kai Walker is still pretty fast. He can also get back. But I think the damage will be done, especially from the wings. They're going to use that. Press the, have a have a pressure point and then be, basically open up spaces in the middle and I think I think Leeds will will do this and I think Patrick Bamford saying this biasly for my for my for my fantasy league whoa 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 whoa, whoa. Patrick, uh, Patrick Bamford man you better put in at least two three goals bro nah man two three goals don't mess around because there is mistakes in this Man City team yeah so. Well, we'll see how it goes, man. We'll see how it goes. Yes. Sure. All right, man. So we um, we are going to uh, quickly, quickly close off. We've been pushing about an hour and a half so far. This has been a long, long-ass episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of football to talk about. Uh, we know we do it for you guys, you know, yeah. you know, for our fans, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but real quick, we're gonna quickly cover. Um, we're just gonna, we're not gonna really cover the games. We're just gonna highlight some of the games that are coming up this weekend from Sierra and Bundesliga. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not gonna be watching too many games, but you know, I'm gonna obviously watch Manu against uh, Tottenham, and I'm probably gonna watch Inter against Lazio, which looks like a big game, Ooh, a big and Juventus against Napoli. So Ooh. those are some two big games coming up this weekend Ooh. for Serie A. Um, and then when we look at uh, Bundesliga, let's see what games are coming up this weekend. Any exciting games? Um, just give me one second. Okay, so Bundesliga games. Um, uh, one game that looks interesting to me, just because I like it, is Stuttgart against Bayer. My team is back in the Bundesliga. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of interested to see how they do. Um, but apart from that, uh, Borussia is playing Freiburg. And we have Bayern against Hertha, Hertha mm-hmm. Berlin. So we'll see how that game goes. Um, and then Hoffenheim, which um, let's give him a little shout out. I'm going to be playing Antri Frankfurt uh, over this weekend. Yep. And um, I think that's mostly it. The only last one, and I know we don't like to do this because we don't cover that uh, league. <laughs> the La Liga. <laughs> oh, should I say La Liga? Just kidding. Um, 
Atletico's playing Villarreal, which is nice. Valencia, my club, is playing Real Betis, but uh, you know Valencia's been shit all season this year. Barcelona playing Sevilla, so that's a big game on Sunday, yeah, one o'clock. Um, and uh, Real against Levante, I think Real has that game. So those are games coming up this weekend. Um, but for most of it, I think we are really play, good playing. Uh, Le Levante, but it's not even worth it. But Barca's playing Sevilla. Sevilla. That's the game to watch, I yeah, think, I this think weekend. That, I think that's the game yeah. to watch. Uh, but in this Real game, wasn't Boya Mayoral uh, back in Real? I don't even know the fuck that is, man. <laughs> don't ask me anything about Boya Real. Mayoral. He, if he's not actually, Hazard, he actually if he's not Benzema, if he's not Jovic, <laughs> if he's not, you know, Vinicius Jr., if he's not, you know, all those dudes, yeah. I don't care, man. He spent like two, three years on loan in Levante. Did he? Yeah. Oh, whatever, man. But I guess he's coming back. Yeah. So some cool games coming up this weekend, but we are out of time. We are out of time. Lots of coverage. Yes, yes. Thank you for tuning in with us. This is the Calgary Bros Football Podcast. Uh, this is Victor Speck, Uncle CB on the other side, and we'll catch you on the next show. Thanks, guys. Take care, guys.